Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. Today, we are talking about the dichotomy of MLB The Show. Last Friday's content drop was equal parts decent and head-scratching. And we're going to talk about all of it. And we're going to talk about what it continues to show about this year's Sets and Seasons content model, or at least how MLB The Show is approaching the Sets and Seasons content model. And we're going to talk just generally about where the game's at right now. I feel like it's been a while since I've given you guys a God Squad update. I'm going to give you guys a God Squad update. Um, we've been killing it the last week or so. Flawless number 11. Two 12-win runs and events got me a ton of subs, so we're... We're sitting pretty in the stub department, and the team is looking spicy, funky, fresh. Uh, but thank you guys for coming back to another Tuesday, another episode of the show, the podcast. If you are new here, howdy. Thank you for being here. Please subscribe before you go if you're listening or viewing on YouTube. We are on the road to 2,000 subscribers. When we get there, we're doing a giveaway of my choosing. I don't know what the giveaway is going to be yet, but regardless, you have to subscribe to be part of it. So subscribe. Comment down below your thoughts at any point during this video of what we're about to talk about. These are the types of conversations I like having with you guys because it's interesting to see where all of your heads are at. Because I know, for the most part, where my head's at. At, excuse me. <clears throat> but without further ado, I guess let's just hop right into it. We'll start with the God Squad update, and then we'll go talk about the content. So, the God Squad's looking pretty. Pretty, pretty. Michael Trout is in left field. Why? He is the worst defensive center fielder I've ever had to use. This man has dog shit reactions in center field, and not even his 99 speed can make up for it. So he's in left. We're using the wild card now on Mickey Mantle. I was initially using it in the bullpen on Kenley Jansen, but because I learned that Mike Trout cannot field, Mickey Mantle's back. I like having the switch hitting bat as well. Acuna's in right field. God, when he goes away at the end of set four... I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, because I fucking love this card. Third base is J-Ram. Shortstop is Elliot De La Cruz. Though he's starting to get a little bit of competition from not DJ, BC, Big Black, Raw, whatever, Brandon Crawford, the set four version. Um, this is all event, so grain of salt, but in 42 at-bats, we're hitting 619 with nine homers, 22 RBI. Brandon Crawford's a very good card. I'd love to meet the person at SDS who creates the Brandon Crawford cards, because that same person should be creating every single card in the game. His cards smack consistently. They gave this dude max clutch, close to max vision, just an insane, insane card. Second base, we got him, Mookie Betts. We are P2, almost P3, literally like one at-bat away from P3. Uh, we're killing it with Mookie. Been a little inconsistent, but we're starting to get better. I think it's just getting used to his strike zone again. Because he's, he's a tiny fellow, just like J-Ram. First base, Bellinger. That's not changing. DH is Giancarlo Stanton. This card is just a, a miracle. This card is incredible. And I'm so happy I never have to take him out of my lineup because he's set four. Adley Rutschman is catching. The bench. Griffey, Soto, Sano, and Lightning J-Rod. Don't worry, we'll talk about it. I'm loving this card so far. Again, all events, so all all-star. But in 55 at-bats, we're hitting 509, five ding-dongs. Great card. The pitching staff, oof. I'm starting to get to a point where I actually love my pitchers. Johnny Donaldson, Al Leiter, Cliff Lee, a surgeon. In 21.2 innings, a .83 ERA. He will be this week's How to Pitch with video. I love Cliff Lee cards every single year. 
No exception right now. He's got a .51 whip, guys. That's insane. Uh, so we are going to learn how to pitch with Cliff Lee on Thursday. New Clayton Kershaw, the collection Clayton Kershaw. Well, on the collection path, I guess. He's not technically a collection card, but he kind of sort of is. And then Roy Halladay. Uh, Roy Halladay will likely be the pitcher that gets replaced when I get Corey Kluber out of the next collection pack. It'll either be Kershaw or Halladay. I haven't really decided yet. I'm thinking Halladay. The bullpen is starting to get into better shape. Patrick Corbin, Josh Hader, Zach Britton from the BR program. Devin Williams, Rob Nen, who I'm not in love with. I'm actually... I usually put my bullpen in the order in which I'd use them. So, Rob Nen, Devin Williams, Mariana Rivera, Rysel Iglesias, and Eric Gagne. I say it every time. I am shite with Eric Gagne cards. I'm awful with Eric Gagne cards. Awful, 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 awful. I also tee off on Eric Gagne cards. So, usually that combination would mean... Don't use Eric Gagne. But bullpen options are kind of slim pickings right now. So I'm open to being hurt again. It's like it's like the person who always goes back to the toxic ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. Because it's all you know. So here we are being toxic again, going back to Eric Gagne. So let's, let's talk about Friday's content drop. On Friday, we received the finished, or the, the final, excuse me, final August Tops Now. The August Monthly Awards program, you had to do the tops now to do the monthly awards. And then the Great Race of 98. Before we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, let's talk about, really quickly, because I think we talked about this last week, or we talked about it in one of the videos last week. I don't recall if it was the podcast or somewhere else. The, f the, the fact that every single grind for every single program, for every single team affinity, for every single tops now, for every single everything is the same formula, moments, mindless CPU grind, maybe some exchanges, missions, that's it. Every single grind is identical. No matter what type of content it is, whether it's good content, bad content, binder content, god content, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. So on Friday, they dropped across the three programs... 56 moments that you had to do. Well, optionally had to do. I did not do some of the Great Race of 98 ones because I collected some cards, but we'll talk about that. 56 moments. That's not fun. At all. Not even a little. And that does not even include all of the stat missions. All of the other crap you have to do to finish the programs. So, it underscores the larger issue in which all the grinding is the same. I'd love to find a way to at least differentiate it a little bit. Maybe August, August monthly, maybe all monthly awards grinds can be done this way instead of this moment's missions. Gah, 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 gah. All of the other programs, they could be something else. All the tops now, you should just have to do moments. You should not have to go and beat the piss out of the CPU just to unlock tops now cards. They should just be a moment, moment, moment. Every single card you're getting should have a moment. Do that card's moment, get the card. Simple, simple as shit. Um, I don't understand why we're still having this issue. This is why so many people feel burnt out on the content, because every grind is the same. And on Friday, when you drop so much stuff that's all the same, it gets boring. And then, when some of the stuff is shitty, which we'll talk about, it gets worse again. Let's start with the good, though. 
because I'm going to drop the volume down again for my YouTube audience, who's probably hearing that stupid lightning charge noise on these programs. If there's one thing SDS has done remarkably well this year, outside of gameplay, for being honest, for the most part, um, the monthly programs, especially lately, the last three, have been really, really, really good. Shohei Otani's been a good, usable, popular card. Cody Bellinger's maybe the best lightning card they've ever dropped. And Julio Rodriguez is right in the middle of those two. He's a very, very good lightning card. Uh, you, I mean, if we're being honest, Matt Chapman was also a good lightning card, just kind of a boring name. And Judge was the unfortunate bad one because of his swing and vision. But he deserved the card. They did nothing wrong in choosing him. Maybe could argue they could have built him better. But this monthly awards program does what we needs what we needs it. What we need it to do. Or did what we needed it to do. First of all, I like that they eliminated the choice pack aspect. You have to get all of them anyway. Why make it a choice pack? Just give me give me the cards, which they have succeeded in doing here. We're not going to sit here and review every card per se as a review, but we are going to talk about them because they did good a good job in getting us relief help, which we so desperately need. Monthly awards programs, if nothing else, always give us good relievers. You need a lefty reliever, you start out with two of them. Seno Perez, not bad, he's not great, but if you give him this Madison Bumgarner boost, he's excellent. Uh, and Jojo Romero, kind of same thing. Hits per nine's not great, but he's sinker and a cutter. Five pitches as a lefty reliever, not bad. Uh, this Zach Geloff fella, I've been disconnected from the show online. Hold on. We've had connection issues all weekend, too. That's another thing we could talk about. Uh, very inconsistent connections, and they've not mentioned a thing about it. So that's frustrating. But we're back. That didn't really sidetrack us too much. Um, let's go back here. Zach Geloff. A whatever card, but he's fast. Whoopee, I guess. Ah, I don't know. The shitty card. Uh, Eric Swanson is a reliever. He, he sucks because of his pitch mix, but they gave us a good reliever. Max Kepler has a really nice swing and reverse splits, so he kills lefties. He's also really good in right field. Listen, this is not a God Squad card, but he's fun, and he has some sort of usage. Yusei Kikuchi is whatever. Jake Bagger. Love this card. Love his swing. Kyle Bradish is low-key not a shit pitcher. I don't recommend you start him. However, a well-built monthly award starting pitcher card. This looks like it could play, even though it's a 97. This is this is card building done correctly. Luis Renjifo, a king, a killer, plays a lot of positions, switch hitting bat, max clutch, good card. Sam Hentages, Hent Sam Sam Pentagram, um, a BR king. And now you can use him in ranked because they gave him a 97. His per, hits per nine's a little low, which kind of sucks, but it's okay. Josh Lowe's whatever. Mountcastle's a good bench bat because he's max versus lefties with max clutch. If you can get over his 69, very nice vision, he's worth your time. Sonny Gray, don't use him. His delivery is horse shit. Uh, Tay Oscar's kind of built a little wacky. He's okay. Freddie Peralta stinks. Adam Duvall, just max power. Very good defense, 69 speed, very nice. Uh, Vision's horseshit, so BR, he's good. Mitch Garver, I've been killing it with this card, hitting 556. A really, really, really well-built catcher. I shit you not. This card can play online. This is a potential budget-free 98 overall starter who, if you care about, oh, he's a 99 at Parallel 1. He's a 99 at Parallel 1. 
101 contact right off rip and 94 power left off rip are a little low, but he's got 120 clutch and a nice swing. This is actually a real good card. Uh, everybody's going to have Rysel Iglesias in the bullpen, at least I think so. They gave the sinker back to him. He did not have a sinker on his live series card. In the event through 10 innings, I have a .9 ERA and a .4 whip. He's been disgusting. He's very, very, very good. Kerry Carpenter, so, so disappointed. Kerry Carpenter had a killer month. And I'm a big fan of Kerry Carpenter's because I like the way he plays. He's max versus righties. 111 clutch, which kind of sucks. Um, for someone who's max versus righty. As a platoon guy, if you're going to have a bench bat, it's not good when his clutch makes his max contact go down. Uh, but the guy's never seen a lefty before. If the left, if a lefty's on the mound, he closes his eyes. So that's a little disappointing. Kind of hurts his utility a little bit. But I guess if you like his swing, go right ahead, have fun. And then J-Rod is built so freaking well. Max base running off rip. I have it P2, but max base running off rip. 93 fielding, 99 arm, 91 reaction. He's a king in the outfield. Max contacts. Good enough power. They started him off with 92 vision, which is higher than I thought they'd give him. And he, he's max clutch. Plus, I believe he fits the durability team. I don't remember if I paralleled him to 99 durability or if he's base 99 durability. That's up to you to figure out if you'd like to still use the Cal Ripken boost. Um, just what an amazing card. The only problem with j Well, I guess there are two problems with j Run. It's not his vision's fault, but his swing makes it difficult to turn on inside heat, inside sinkers. Especially righty-righty. Lefty-lefty, you can get away with it. Righty-righty, it's tough. If you're a killer with a swing, go right ahead. You won't have a problem. You'll have a blast. The other problem, which is not his own fault or SDS's fault, is that there's too many good outfield options. I'd rather use Mike Trout. I'd rather use Ronald Acuna. Truthfully, I'd rather use Mickey Mantle because he's a switch hitter. Now, other people are... Plus, Ken Griffey exists. Some people like Soto a lot. This is my personal conundrum. You may not have this problem. You may not have ponied up the stubs for Mike Trout. Honestly, that was probably pretty smart of you. I, I spent 900,000 stubs on Mike Trout. You might not have Mickey Mantle, or you might not like his swing. It's pretty polarizing. You might not have finished extreme, so you don't have Ken Griffey. You're not a World Series player. You don't have Soto. Maybe for you, your outfield is Bellinger, Acuna, and, and J-Rod. And that's fine, because that's a killer outfield. It's still a very viable outfield. Just for me, in my opinion... J-Rod is not a lightning card that starts. He is on my bench, truthfully, as the first pinch runner option. But if I need him against a lefty, I will use him if I've already used Sano. I like J-Rod. I think the monthly awards program, again, for the second month in a row, or probably even the third month in a row, has been at least an A-. It's been such a well-built, thought-out program. Now, there are people who are missing. Mets fans are very upset DJ Stewart doesn't have a card. I can't say I disagree. Thought he should have had a card. You could argue someone like Trey Turner should have had a card. He's supercharged right now. I think he's been supercharged like twice in the last two weeks. Or maybe that's Altuve. Either way, you could argue Trey Turner could have had a card. Plenty of folks are always going to be omitted. Overall, I think SDS did a very good job with the monthly awards program. Which is why it was such a gosh damn shame when the Race for 98 program dropped.
or race of 98, not race for 98, excuse me. So a little background context for people who are maybe not on Twitter or who don't check Twitter or who do not have tweet notifications on like I do for MLB The Show. All week prior to the Friday content drop and the Friday live stream, which I was stunned they did for a program that was so not great. They were tweeting out teasers like crazy, like really hyping this program up. Like on, at this time, on this date, Sosa had this many homers, McGuire had this many. McGuire hit a 480-foot shot, uh, Sosa hit a 436-foot shot. Like, uh, they were teasing this program up and hyping this, hyping this program up, not teasing this program up, hyping this program up like crazy. And so, when they released the cards, or when they showed us the cards during the content stream, we were all like, oh, oh, it's still bad. It's, it's still not good. They had us all sorts of excited when they first said, like, hey, Sosa McGuire are going to be 99s. They showed us the card art. Card art banging. At least the card art is killer. The card art is super, super, super cool. Uh, big fan of the card art. Because it's its own series, the Great Race of 98 series. Card art's crazy. And they're 99s, which is good. Program cards being 99s have not always been easy to come by. They've gotten better lately with Valenzuela from the number retirement and Schwarber from the moonshot. Um, extreme doesn't really count because that's extreme. They've gotten better, but still largely inconsistent. But God, they showed us the cards and then they showed us the rest of the cards. And it, was, it was a loss. So let's, let's talk about this program. We're going to start at the beginning. Rob Nen, he's a viable bullpen arm. For all the shit talking I just did, at least they gave us one viable bullpen pitcher. Very good hit per nine. Pitching clutch is great. Throws hard. 98 velo is a visual bug because he does still have outlier one on his fastball. Uh, his break is great. That splitter is a legit weapon. It, you can't always control it, but it's fine. Uh, uh, Jason Kendall is just a bag of horse shit. You could, you could stop paying for him. I'm sorry, Pirates fans. I know you, I know you guys are probably big fans of Jason Kendall. I apologize. But until they build his card appropriately, I don't want to see it again. Because the, I mean, these cards just, maybe these are built appropriately, actually, for what type of player he was. But they're just shit cards. Uh, Greg Vaughn, utter garbage. 81 clutch. What the fuck is this? Uh, Larry Walker. This is one of my biggest gripes for the program. Larry Walker, for many people, is an elite swing. Larry Walker, for many people, has not had a good card since he was first introduced with his Signature Series card in 20? 21? Whatever year that Rivera and David Ortiz were added to the game, Larry Walker was also added to the game. I forgot. Remind me of the year, guys. This is the first time we've got a Larry Walker that can play second and third base. Hello? I never thought of him as either of those positions. Evidently, he played there. Um, and yet, this is a 97. This would have been the type of card I'd, I'd pray to be a 99. Like, a Diamond Duo 99 Larry Walker that could play second and third. You look at Mookie Betts, who's a collection card, and objectively, much better. But he could play second and short, which just makes him super cool and super viable. Same thing goes for Larry Walker. We just talked about the outfield depth. If Larry Walker was primary right with secondary left and center, he's not sniffing anybody's team. But if this is a 99 Larry that can play second and third, now we're talking. Now we've got options. Just unfortunate that they dropped the ball on Larry Walker. Uh, Troy Percival is viable if only because of his glitchiness. Like, it's kind of gimmicky. He's not actually a good pitcher. His attributes are fine. 
I'm not saying his attributes are bad, and SDS did no bad things here with this card. I just don't think Percival himself is that good of a pitcher for, uh, for ranked. Jeff Bagwell, one of the best sluggers of our generation, has 96 power versus right and 100 power left in a program built around the amount of home runs hit in 1998. Makes sense. Uh, this Pedro Martinez does not even have outlier. He has break outlier. Uh, 99 hit per nine for uh, any Pedro Martinez in the 90s is an abomination because he was the most dominant right-handed pitcher of the 90s. And w of all time, potentially, he's up there. So, ridiculous. Uh, just a bad Derek Jeter. I don't understand. And then we get to Sammy Sosa. We're going to talk about Sammy Sosa. But we're first going to talk about McGuire because there's a larger conversation to have about Sosa. We knew... From the jump of MLB The Show 23, that we were going to receive, or we assumed pretty confidently, that we were going to get a 99 Cardinals Mark McGuire. The core collection, not the core collection, the, uh, the live series American League collection that is a core card is an Oakland Athletics Mark McGuire. Okay contact, max power, different swing. I don't think any of Mark McGuire's two swings are good. But that one had a different swing. This Mark McGuire card, on paper, is better than the A's one. Which swing you like better is your decision, or your opinion. But just looking at the attribute spread, this card is better. This card does not make me want to go diarrhea in the middle of the street. He's max versus righties. He's... Uh, 114 contact left, 125 power left, but he's max clutch, so if runners are on base, he's max hitting. 91 vision is not excellent, but it's better than I thought we'd get on McGuire. 75 fielding at first base is whatever. I, I, I don't think anybody's going to play this guy at first base. I think you're going to put him at the H. 45 speed kind of stinks. Uh, what holds McGuire back is that we have so many speed five tool guys now. 45 speed is really going to slow you down on the bases. Um... And the fielding at 75 is is a crutch. It is tough. Now, I used him for 12 at-bats in the event. I hit 333 with one ding-dong. He is the king of opposite field backside singles and doubles. I don't know why I cannot pull the ball with this man. He also does not generate a ton of lift. Pretty funny for someone who hit, what did he hit, 70 homers that year? Pretty funny. Um... McGuire is better than the other McGuire, and to that extent, good job, SDS. But now let's talk about this bag of crap, Sammy Sosa. We're going to go see the side-by-side -side comparison in a moment to the um, National League collection, Sammy Sosa. And, spoiler alert, we are going to talk significantly more about this in tomorrow's Whiteboard Wednesday. This is the topic of discussion for Whiteboard Wednesday. To hype up a program as much as SDS did. SDS does not always hype up programs like they did for the race of 98. They hyped up Extreme. They hyped up the Easter Egg Hunt. And like they'll tease the Lightning Collection or the, the monthly awards Lightning Card. And that's it. They hyped up this program a fair bit. I mean, this card is... It's not even a top 15 outfielder in the game. There are 97s I'd much rather use over this card. And that's unfortunate. I'm not saying this is a viable excuse, but if there had been a 1998 
series captain that boosted his lacking attributes, I'd be like, okay, if you use the captain, at least he's pretty damn good. There's no captain in this program. You guys have seen me go through the entire program list. There is no captain. So I don't understand what we're doing here. Before we go look at his comparison next to the MVP version of his card that we've had for months, I want to point out um, one talking point that I've seen online in Twitch chats. And I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I just want to offer an opinion on it. Some people said that it's, it's preferable that this card is worse than the card we got on day one. Theoretically got on day one. He was unlockable on day one. Because that card requires stub investment, some time spent, and it is a collection. It should be better. People who are picking up this game within the last month or so might struggle to collect enough cards to get that Sammy Sosa. So giving a free option lessens their burden or whatever. Listen, I do not necessarily disagree with the line of thought. How stever. Live series collection right now, or even more specifically just the National League collection, is not that expensive. You can get it done in a pretty pretty okay amount of time. And most people, even if you're a Cubs fan, listen, if you're a Cubs fan, you probably don't have the amount of complaints that other people have. Because you're just happy to get another Sosa. But even if a semi-casual MLB The Show player who buys this game in July because it's summer and he's got nothing else to do, picks the game up, looks at that Sosa, and then looks at this Sosa and goes, oh shit, this Sosa is bad compared to that one. They will probably figure out a way to get the good one. Uh, it's just really unfortunate. Now, let, let's go compare the two. Granted, of course, I have the MVP Sosa at P5. Where did I put him? Right here. Okay, so... Let's take a goose and a gander at the Sammy Sosa comparison. It's it's the multiverse of Spider-Mans. It's into the it's it's into the Sosaverse. At P5. Sosa on the right, the MVP Sosa, is better at every single category. Except power versus right. They're tied there. If you take away the P5, and this is base MVP Sammy Sosa versus base whatever the hell this is called, 98 race of whatever Sammy Sosa, he is still better in every category. They are tied at power versus right, they are tied at arm strength, and they are tied at blocking at a hot zero, which isn't even a, a fielding stat except you're for catchers. So erase that. They are tied at arm strength, they are tied at power versus right. At base, the MVP Sammy Sosa is insane. And you know what's funny about this? Guess what season the MVP was based off of? 1998. Guess what year this card was based off of? 1998. It's ridiculous! These cards are based off the same season. I throw my hands up in the air sometimes, saying, Ayo, gotta let go, or whatever the hell the lyrics are. I gotta let go of this 
disbelief in decision making. But sometimes we got to call stuff out. It is odd. Incredibly odd. That a card, that two cards, excuse me, based off the same exact season. That are both 99s. Are this different. It's, it's ludicrous to me. I just, I, I, there is somebody at SDS. I don't know who it is. I'm not pointing a finger, of course. And I'm not saying this person is a bad person. Or, or these people are bad people. But there is somebody at SDS who is telling the social media team and the, the live content people, especially the people who do the streams, to be wildly unrealistic in how they hype up their cards. And you're going to say, duh, Kenny. It's SDS's product. They're not going to say their own product is bad. I'm not saying that. They just get so wildly excited for crap sometimes. And to their credit, I guess this is to their credit in some backwards way, you can tell that they're not being genuine about the stuff they're hyping up. I think even they know that some of it ain't great. I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. I don't want to put thoughts in anybody's head. I don't want to assume necessarily things that are not true. So I'm going to stop with this statement here. I just want to say that there are very good people who work on this game. And sometimes the stuff that we then see deployed into the game don't track with what I know that they're capable of putting together. So, that's where we stop. Um, but yeah, it's wild. It's wild that this Sammy Sosa was so poopy cocky. Um, it's wild that some of the decisions that were made were so weird. Even, even furthering this, or I guess the last point here, the best card released on Friday, other than J-Rod, the best race of 98 card, was behind a pack I think we can all say objectively this Carlos Delgado is better than Mark McGuire, certainly better than Sammy Sosa. Uh, Delgado's got a better swing, 102 power left, or I guess IFP too. So 100 power left is fake power. He's It's it's max. He's an incredible player. Um, better in the field, can also catch, can also play left. He's faster. Uh, the vision is a wash, 84 versus 91 or whatever it was, essentially the same thing. So I I don't get it. I, I mean, they want people to buy packs. This Sean Green cracked much better than Sammy Sosa. Kerry Woods, a pitcher, doesn't count. Very good pitcher, though. Um, it's just, it's wild. So, this is where we're going to end our little jaunt through Friday's content. Please let me know what you guys think down below. Um, I, 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 we're kind of at a loss for words at this point. Friday was just the perfect dichotomy of MLB The Show. Really good content and really bad content released side by side. Because the monthly awards I maintain as an excellent program. I think they did a great job with that. And I think monthly awards largely have been very good. And then this great race of 98 was just... It was like... Like a high school race walking championship. Like it wasn't even entertaining to watch or participate in. You just saw people meander themselves around the track. I don't know where this analogy is going anymore, so I'm going to stop. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for making it to the end. I love you so much. Make sure you subscribe before you go. Like and comment. Kill the YouTube algorithm because it's fun to do that. Okay? All right. See you guys later. Bye.